Hi, I'm Clark Dunn, your host of the Beyond Rockets podcast. Huntsville, Alabama is primarily known for being the Rocket City because of its close association with the U.S. space missions. But Huntsville is so much more than that. Huntsville is home to many high-tech companies, entrepreneurs involved in interesting startups, talented creatives, and much, much more. My goal is to introduce you to some of these individuals that are taking Huntsville beyond the rocket. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down to talk with Mark Torstensen of The Fret Shop, a local music store that has been serving the growing Huntsville community for the past 40 years. I'm excited for this episode and I hope you enjoy. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? My name is Mark Torstensen. I am co-owner of The Fret Shop and also play in a few bands around town. For those who don't know what the Fret Shop is, can you kind of tell me a little bit about what the Fret Shop uh, is doing in Huntsville? We are a locally owned music store specializing in string instruments. So we carry primarily guitars, but also basses, electric guitars, violins, fiddles, mandolins, banjos, basically anything with strings on it. (laughs) Uh, How did you acquire the skills that you have to do what you do today? Uh, Trial and error. (laughs) (laughs) My... uh, Education was in music, not in business. So um, everything I've learned about running a business has been by the seat of pants or asking friends or my partner who was involved in it a few years before I got involved. What did you uh, go to school for uh, originally and where did you go? I went to UAH. Uh, my first degree program was computer science and spent two years studying that and realized that was not really what I wanted to do <laughs> for the rest of my life. Uh, so I switched to music and became a um, music performance major. Has music always been a big part of your life prior to going to college? For the most part, yeah. I started playing instruments probably around 8 or 10. And it's been a very central part of my life since then. What kind of jobs did you have prior to working at the fret shop? Or were you a part of the fret shop before you became an owner here? I was a part of the fret shop before becoming an owner I just swept the floors and tuned the guitars so I was started from the ground up uh, prior to that I had worked um, for Camelot Music as a salesman um, so a CD record store from a long time ago <laughs> in the days of the malls uh, I also worked for my mom who had a craft store uh, and uh, helped her out at her craft store among other just very short-lived oddball jobs while you were working at the fret shop uh, in the early days, did you always feel like you wanted to either have your own have your own store or be your own boss, or is that something that you've kind of uh, acquired that skill and that uh, mindset as you've progressed at the fret shop? When I first started, it was not something that that was not my goal. It was um, just a job to do while I was in college, and really hadn't considered it until my partner presented the opportunity he said hey he was about to move to Atlanta so his daughter could uh, pursue a music education that was beyond what was available here in Huntsville so he needed someone to help him out he didn't want to close the fret shop but um, obviously couldn't run it from Atlanta Mm -hmm. so he wanted someone to help him out there so at the location that we're at now recording at the fret shop, this has not always been the original location. Where were you located prior to where you are now on Jordan Lane? Well, the business itself started on Wellman Avenue um, in Five Points uh, at the corner of Wellman and I can't remember the cross street now, but it was a little attic uh, above a barber shop in Five Points. Uh, it 
my partner, Bill McLean, started the business there, and they were only in that location for about six months. Then they moved to the Pratt location, where people who were familiar with the fret shop in the 80s remember it being is on uh, Pratt Avenue, just, um, what would that be, west of Five Points itself, next to where Sonic is now. Uh, Sonic was not there then. <laughs> but uh, And then we moved uh, to this location on Jordan Lane in uh, 2000, I believe. When did the opportunity first arise to be a part of the owner of the fret shop? Uh, and was it after you graduated college or during your college time? It was during my college time. In fact, um, I was a senior, I guess, maybe a junior in college when the uh, opportunity was presented to me. And I actually quit college so <laughs> I could you know, focus on being an owner and put the time into it there. Uh, so actually, I suspended my degree for almost 20 years <laughs> <laughs> while I... Uh, was pursuing you know, being an owner of the store. So I had worked there maybe two or three years. I don't remember exactly how long, but it was not long after I started working at the store. Do you regret your decision to postpone your education in college, or did and did you ever go back to get it in, in the end? I did go back um, and regret doing it uh, perhaps slightly. It, it hasn't really changed much if I'd completed my degree back in 1987 or whatever the year was that you know I should have then uh, I don't know that it would have changed much in the progression if I'd stayed on the same track but having to go back to finish it which my wife kind of forced me to do when our <laughs> daughter was born she was like we we're going to be you know set the example for her that we were both college graduates so she insisted that I go back because I only needed at the time only two classes to finish okay and Unfortunately, when I went back, the curriculum had changed and I needed about six classes to finish. <laughs> so it in the sense of, you know, had I done it when I was supposed to, I would have had to take fewer classes. But beyond that, it, no big regrets. Oftentimes people are, are reluctant to kind of step outside and kind of risk that chance of leaving college to pursue something else. I know that personally, the idea of starting my own business is something that is a huge passion of mine, but oftentimes it's like, is when is the right time and when is not the right time? Do you think you would have left college at that point if the fret shop wasn't the next step or were you always planning on finishing at that time? I would have finished. It, my plan, if I was not going to be a owner of the fret shop, would have been to probably pursue a teaching and performance career. So I would have finished my degree and then started teaching guitar and bass and trying to actually make a living performing and teaching. Are, are you originally from Huntsville or did you come here um, for school uh, to go to UAH? No, I was born and raised here. What is something that you wish you would have known earlier before you became uh, your own boss and an owner here that you think would have helped you in the long run or some advice you wish you would have gotten? If I had known I was going to be a business owner and not a musician full-time, I probably would have taken more business classes in school. So besides just the fret shop being a place for people to come and get uh, any kind of string instruments and stuff like that, y'all also do lessons and you're also a big part in like the local music scene. Can you tell me a little bit about um, how the fret shop is trying to impact the local musicians in the area? Well, we try to support musicians, you know, in all ways. I mean, obviously we sell them gear and, you know, help them out when they need it. And 
if a guy needs a set of strings and you know we've actually left them in the mailbox out front because he's like <laughs> i can't make it there before you guys close but i got a gig tonight <laughs> you know, i'll come in monday and pay for them if you'll leave me a set of strings you know we do what we can to help the, the local musicians and we also support a lot of the um things that are going on to give a support network to the musicians the no huntsville is another you know thing that supports a lot of the local musicians and we uh sponsor that that program to help them get the word of new musicians out there and that sort of thing so you said you really never had an entrepreneurial mindset and you, you never really thought of yourself as being a um a business owner what did your uh, partner when you first started kind of help guide you in what it was like to be the owner here or is that kind of when you stepped in you just kind of had to learn everything on the fly it was a mixture of both uh, I mean he was in the same boat I was I think his actually major in college was English so he was <laughs> not a business you know educated as a businessman himself but he had you know near 10 years experience by the time I came on board so he knew a lot more about what was going on and how to do things but you know, we went from a very, very, very small store to what we are now. And there's a lot of uncharted territory for both of us as we were doing that. As you began your journey in being uh, owner here, what kind of interested you most as you were um, taking this path of a path you've never really thought of, never really sought after? What interested you the most about being your own boss? Well, it was nice to be able to set my own hours you know within reason obviously if you're in retail you you have a certain hours that your store has to be open but being the owner and luckily now having the flexibility of having employees allows me to when i need time off i can take it and that sort of thing the, the flip side is if an employee is sick i'm the guy that has to cover for him <laughs> so i might be the one stuck here till seven o'clock when normally i'd leave at five because someone called in sick or something's happened so there's pros and cons to being your own your own boss you know the, the the biggest pro is being able to make the rules and call the shots and hopefully it all works out so that you can take advantage of that many times as being your own boss you have to make tough decisions how do you approach these tough decisions to ensure the best possible outcome it's a tough one and the, i must say the toughest decision i've ever had to make is to let an employee go and we've had to do that not too much luckily we have employees that have been with us for many many years um and i've had a few instances where i've been need to let someone go for either reasons of their doing or reasons that they can't control such as you know business slowdown and we just are overstaffed mm -hmm. and that's really the hardest when someone is still doing a good job but we just can't simply afford to keep everyone on staff and you got to make the decision okay who who's going and that's that's tough so that that's probably the hardest part of you know being your own boss so you said moving from your pratt location to the location you're at now a uh, much bigger location much bigger inventory was that move because of uh demand and have you ever thought about have you ever uh needed to or uh, had the opportunity to move from the location you have here to a bigger location uh we've certainly had the opportunity i've had people approach us that you know real estate agents whatnot hey i'm opening a new place would you consider opening a second location or a bigger location at this point i'm not interested in doing anything like that we did have a second location for a while before we moved into this location we had a uh, location for about three or four years on south parkway at uh, weatherly road and 
you know, so we we had outgrown our five points location. There was no way we could have any more inventory pass through that store because it was stuffed to the gills. So we realized we needed another way because there was demand for more products. So we opened a second location, which did did well, uh, though we found out that to some degree we split the same money over two different locations. So our gross revenue went up slightly, but our overhead went up quite a bit. So, <laughs> you know, we've realized, okay, we do have a strong customer base in South Huntsville. They were driving across town. Now they don't. But we didn't gain enough new customers to warrant supporting two locations. So that's when we decided to find a, a single location that would allow us to to do the business that we needed to do. What kind of advice would you give someone that is looking to either start their own business or kind of take that that next step? The next step being like uh, growing a business? Going a business or just kind of like having that idea to do something but not necessarily knowing uh, what the future could hold. Right. Well, get your you know your financial stuff in order and make sure that you have the financial overhead to be able to weather what it's going to take to grow because that's that's the hardest part because anytime you buy a lot more inventory the customers don't come in the next day to buy it you know it takes a while to build up and to be able to afford to do that so that that would be my biggest piece of advice just look at the money end of it make sure that you've got enough money to either start a business and be prepared for you know being in the hole for a little <laughs> while or if you're growing a business just make sure you've got enough enough money to wait it out until the, the customers come in to support what you're having to buy to fill up your bigger place how much of your success thus far would you contribute to your hard work and how much would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time i would say it's probably 70 percent hard work and 30 percent being right place right time i mean huntsville's been a growing community for quite a while so um that certainly contributes to our ability but um you know the sweat equity i think is a larger part of being able to make a business go how can people connect with you and support you in what you're doing at the fret shop come buy guitars (laughs) the biggest thing is supporting local businesses overall um if you have the opportunity to buy what you need to buy buy it local um you know, stay away from Amazon unless you can't get it. And then there's plenty of things that you can't get on Amazon that, you know, I use it for those sort of things Mm -hmm. because there's no one locally that has what I need. But if you have the opportunity, chances are the pricing is not going to be significantly different and probably very close to the same by buying it locally and supporting a local store helps in so many ways. You know, these days the sales tax is probably going to be charged anyway, so there's no advantage there. But it does if you are buying from a local store, the sales tax stays in the community, so you're supporting your community and you're supporting someone who lives in your community rather than the profits going out of state or wherever they're going. How has your job at the fret shop uh, carried over to other aspects of your life? I perform as a musician in a couple of bands here in town, and the actually performing as a musician kind of more informs the fret shop because I have an opportunity to take some of the gear out, check it out, um, see how it performs in the real world because you can check out an instrument in the store and it seems great and you take it out in the real world and it's like, hmm, this didn't do what I thought it would do. So it's, it's a great opportunity for me to actually put things through the test um, and it's a lot of fun to be able to try out new new gear and that sort of thing. At these gigs that you play at, what kind of instruments do you play? 
I play guitar and bass. Have you ever dabbled in any other kinds of instruments? And if so, what kind of instruments have you tried out and realized I can't really play this or it's not the same as a guitar or a bass? Right. Well, my first instrument I ever learned to play was piano. As a nine-year-old or something like that, I was playing with a keyboard. Um, but my first instrument I took lessons on and really took to was guitar. So I, that was my first real instrument, I guess, to play. So I've always dabbled in piano and had to take piano proficiency in college, that sort of thing, but I would never call myself a pianist. <laughs> um, I have tried banjo and mandolin, and even though they're very similar to guitar, they have their own skill set that requires a lot of time. And I thought, oh, I can pick this up and spend a week on it and I'll be fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, they, they require a little more attention, you know, even coming from a you know guitar player perspective. Uh, in high school and college, I played um, brass instruments, played um, trumpet and French horn. Recently got a sousaphone, so I'm <laughs> seeing how I can do with that. So <laughs> the jury's still out there. So at the fret shop, you actually do some lessons here. Uh, what kind of lessons do y'all offer at the fret shop? Pretty much anything with strings on it. Um, we have several teachers, I think eight or ten teachers on staff, uh, doing guitar, bass, mandolin, banjo, fiddle. I'm sure there's something I left off of there, <laughs> but uh, you know, string instrument lessons. If someone is interested in having a lesson here at the fret shop, uh, is the best way to kind of come in and kind of have a consultation with you, or is it can they just call and kind of like, hey, I want a guitar lesson, and kind of set them up? Yeah, they can call. Uh, it's probably the best first step is just give us a call. Tell us what you're looking to learn. You know, is it for you, for a child? What style of music? That sort of thing. Then we'll take that information, try to find a teacher that will mesh well with what you want to learn and your time schedule. Thank you again for sitting down and talk with me. Uh, I enjoy learning more about the Fret Shop and your journey here at the Fret Shop. And I continue to look forward to seeing what the Fret Shop will do in the community in the years to come. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date on the new episodes and the events that are going on in Huntsville. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed.